Y'all, it's DJ Envy. And I am Kia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. And uh, I want to start off the podcast by saying shout out to our one of our sponsors, Custom Candle Co. Yes. Our girl, Marcy. We get so many people that want these candles, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we have so many candles uh, today. I we wish have- it was our idea and we made them and we're selling them ourselves. But no, we're just... Um, Promoting it for our girl Marcy at Custom Candle Co. who recycles mm-hmm. liquor bottles and fills them with soy candles and they smell amazing. That's right. So. Patron, say there's so many different ones that she makes and, and that she does. And our house is filled with them. And I think once a week, we're going to pick somebody off of our Instagram, my mm-hmm. page or your page. As a matter of fact, the Casey Crew page. So if you follow the Casey Crew podcast page, we'll pick somebody off of there okay, and we'll yeah. send you a candle courtesy of the Casey crew and custom candle call. But not from last week. Last week, I already picked someone that we're going to send a candle to. So I'll be DMing you within a day or two to get your address. And we're going to send it to you because we didn't make that specification. So for this week, if you follow the Casey crew podcast and leave a comment, we'll pick one of you guys to send one of these candles to. And I like that Mm -hmm. it happens so organically because you would gift me her candles Mm -hmm. and she sent me a thank you, and then we grew a little relationship. So, That's right. Hi, Marcy. Absolutely. And I can't forget, I mean, it's, I think it's less than 40 days remaining. No. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Less than 40 days yeah, yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The KC Crew Retreat. Hang out with us in Jamaica. I'm talking Beanie Man. Uh, Major Hype, Rip Michaels doing comedy. Little Mo hosting the 90s and 2000 party. Gia and I doing a live podcast, and then we have... Uh, Financial seminar. That's right. Uh, generational wealth. We're talking about real estate. All of that is included. So get your tickets. There's a few rooms left and we want to see you there. Jewel Hang with Brand, us. Montego Bay, all-inclusive resort mm-hmm. is where we're hosting it. That's right. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So we want to see you guys and, there. And, you know, people have been asking, you know, are you guys just throwing it? Are we going to see you aside from the shows and whatnot? No, 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 no. We are all going to be vacationing together, which means we're going to be on the pool at the pool together, on the beach together, at all these parties together and whatnot. Like we're going to have fun. I mean, really, that's the reason why we do it, because we vacation a lot. And right. it's something that we love that we wanted to share with you guys. So that's right. So Gia might not be at the pool as early as I will, because Gia likes to <laughs> sleep in late, not. but I get up early. <laughs> I sleep in late. But we have some morning events going on. There are like some early day things going on. Yeah. And especially because it's free breakfast. So I get my ass up early. I like if once it's free, I like every meal. I want my breakfast early. (laughs) I want my lunch and my dinner. So I will be there early getting my food. I'm probably going to leave gear in the bed. So I give a little put it to sleep and then I'm going to get breakfast with y'all. And we working out every morning. So all my fellas out there, we go to the gym, we work out and then we chill. All right. All right. Let's get this podcast cracking. All right. Now, something, uh, if you don't know, I have a, a new assistant. Well, she's not new anymore. She's been there for a while now. But Two she, months? Two months. That's Well, I guess it is new. Ish. Yeah, Newish. Ish, mm-hmm. yeah. But she's been talking about this. You can follow her at Bootcamp Benz mm-hmm. on Instagram. She's single, but she's not looking for anybody right now. I'm just putting that she out there. She is looking for no, somebody. We just don't want her to find somebody there you because go. we're selfish. That's right. She wants somebody with good credit. So all the guys with bad credit, holler at her. I but just it, want him to be 6'2 or higher. Okay. Now, love languages is what she wanted to talk about. Because mm-hmm. we had a conversation about love languages and she expressively asked that I do not reveal what her love language is. So I won't tell you. Okay, Benz? 
<laughs> but I will later on. Now, when you talk about love languages, this is something that's been, I guess, trending and people have been talking about on social media. They talk about there's five love languages and they ask which love language is close to you. They give you a little quiz. Or what's your love language? And what's your love language? So, Rashawn started taking the quiz and after about 15 questions, he's like, I can't finish this. I, was like, this I, can't, I can't do it. I know what my love language is. But when they talk about love languages, they talk about five love languages. One is quality time. Uh, two is physical touch. Three is gifts. Four is acts of service. And five is words of affirmation. So break down each one. And when it comes to love language, because when I first heard it, I thought love language, what's Gia's love language? So what's the language that I speak? No, it is the language that you respond to. So which one of these five do you respond the most to? So let's start. Like, let's, what is more meaningful to you? So let's start with you. What, what's the one that you respond to the most? No, well, first I want to go over, I want to go into depth about each one before we talk about what our love languages okay, are. Okay, so let's start off with quality time. Well, quality time, I think, is pretty self-explanatory. Right. Okay. Hanging out with somebody, spending time with somebody, just you and them, no phone, no kids, just you and them one-on-one conversing. Conversing or doing something that you enjoy. Okay, quality right? time. Okay. Physical touch. Mm-hmm. Hugging, kissing. Holding hands. Holding hands. Signs of affection. Mm-hmm. It can be sex. Mm-hmm. Anything where physical touch pretty much colors the way that I feel about you. Correct. Right? Yeah. Okay. Gifts. That's self-explanatory. Gifts, gifts, gifts. Give me gift. Receive gifts. I want gifts. <laughs> Acts of service. Okay, so explain that. I just thought that was head. Am I wrong? You give me head, I give you head, we give each other head. That's that not was, acts of that, service. That was, no, that was covered in number two, which is physical touch. So what's acts of service? <laughs> I'm serious. I thought acts of service was head. Like, I service you, you service me. <laughs> so, acts of service is... Hmm? Um, I mean, it's, it's obvious, but I'm thinking of a little bit more of a complicated way to explain it. For instance, mm-hmm. an act of service that you do for me, or in the way that I interpret is, you have a lot on your plate. Correct. You have, I don't know, six, seven different jobs. Correct. Six, seven different ways that you bring income into the home. Mm-hmm. You're constantly busy with that. You travel a lot. You barely sleep. But yet, you still find time to wake up on Sunday mornings and make me breakfast. Okay. Because it shows me that you love me. It's just a little personal thing. You're not making breakfast for the whole house. You're not making breakfast for the kids and everything. You'll get up at 7.45, go down into the kitchen and make breakfast for me. That tells me that you friggin' love me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or you run errands for me. You know, you'll know that We're going out on Friday night and I need something sent to the cleaners. You'll come home and be like, hey, babe, I'm about to go to Rite Aid. The cleaners is right next door. Do you want me to drop your stuff off at the cleaners? And the way that I interpret it, and this is what I mean by a little bit more complicated than like a simple explanation. I interpret it as this guy has so much on his plate, but he's still going out of his way Mm -hmm. to find little ways to sacrifice even more time. To do things for me to make my life easier when I when I have more than enough time to do it for myself. It's just a way that he's showing me 
that he loves me and that's important to him, which makes it super important to me, which makes me love him a whole lot more. Gotcha. Do you see what I mean? So acts of service, things that you do to make someone else's life easier and more pleasant and to show them that you love them, to take stress off of them. Okay. That's an act of service. All right. So I was, I was a lot wrong. I you was, were very wrong. I thought it was head. But anyway, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, compliments, mm-hmm. letting someone know that you appreciate them, okay. letting them know that you're proud of them. If you think that they look great on a particular day, saying so. If they're wearing a new outfit or buy a new pair of shoes, making mention of it. If they have a new hairstyle or a new shade of lipstick, saying something about it. You know, like, you know, something I really appreciate when you did such and such for me or just pouring into them verbally to let them know that you are there, that you see them, that you love them, that you appreciate them. Right. So now let's, let's break down what's most important to you. (sighs) Okay. Quality time. Physical touch, physical gifts, touch, acts of gifts, service, or words of affirmation. Acts of service or words of affirmation. Quality time. Okay. Explain. No brainer for me. Quality time. I enjoy you. You're a good time. <laughs> you're a good time. You're funny. You're charming. You're spunky. Mm-hmm. You're full of life. You're always showing me that you love me in different ways. We enjoy each other. Like I know if I have a day planned with you mm-hmm. that I'm going to enjoy my day. We're going to laugh. We're going to joke. We're going to put our feet up and we're going to people watch. We're going to do everything that makes me happy when it comes to spending time with somebody else. So any opportunity that I get to spend time with you, even if we're doing nothing, even if we're just watching TV, if we're cleaning the house on a Sunday, whatever, that is the most important thing to me. Time. All right. Now, there is what I like to receive and what I like to give. Your love language is what you like to receive. What I like to so receive. We have, that's why I tried to make it clear in the beginning because I interpreted it differently at first. Mm-hmm. So what? which one do you like to receive the most? What's your love language? Hmm. Uh, it's between two. Let me guess. Hold on a minute. Acts of service. <laughs> um, that's later tonight. No, so definitely physical touch. And, you know, I would jump to say quality time, but I think it might be words of affirmation. So I would say physical touch and words of affirmation. I feel like I'm on the dating game. Or is it the marriage? It was the dating game. It was the dating game, right? Like where you're supposed to guess your partner's answers to certain questions. Between mine is physical touch. Yes. And quality time. Okay, so it is quality time. Third would be words of affirma- uh, words of affirmation. See, okay. I like to be touched. That sounds crazy, right? But I like to like I like to hold hands. I like to hold your hands. I like to put my arm around you. I like to kiss you. Um, I like to lay up in bed with you and lay up in you and cuddle. Like mm-hmm. I, I and not I like I don't necessarily like to cuddle you as much, but I like when you cuddle me. You like and to you be rub cuddled. my back. Yeah, and you rub my head. You like rub to my be ass. Babied. Like I like I like that. I like to be baby. I feel like I work hard. Like, oh, my, my sweet baby. I bust my ass all and you, day. And you like when I talk to you in baby talk. I do. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I'm a grown ass man. You guys should see when I talk to him in baby talk. Like his whole face turns. Watch red. this. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> right before we hug, and we're in bed. What do you say? What do I say? When I lift the covers up and I hug, what do you say? Come here. I just, I just, it's the best thing ever. Come here. I just, you know, like, come here. It's the, it's the, then he'd be like, 
And then he scoots over to me. And we cuddle and we hug and we hold each other. Yeah, I like that. I, like when I, um, sometimes men feel like they too manly for that shit, but fuck that. I feel like I work my ass. I fight all day. I'm in the element. Um, when I come home, that's my the safe sleep, zone. The snow and the goddamn right. <laughs> he said he's in the elements. I'm in the elements, like crazy people. I'm dodging sleep mad corona out there. The tornadoes and all the elements. Yeah, I'm dodging corona. I'm dodging all types <laughs> of stuff out there. Corona. Yes, I'm dodging all that. But I'm, I'm working. I'm busting my ass, getting out there to to really make sure that the family's good. Uh, I'm trying to be healthy. Um, I'm not sleeping as much. I'm dealing with haters. I'm dealing with knuckleheads. I'm dealing with backstabbers. But when I get home, that's the time where I could just relax and chill and I could just get a hug from my kids and a hug from my wife and rub my back, pop my pimple. I like that. That's kind of nasty. You you know, you talk about popping pimples a lot. Do you? I mean, I do. Okay, then. But But that's that's how you know you really love somebody. Because I can't imagine, aside from my kids, popping anybody else's pimples besides yours. Yeah, but that's the love that I I like that. And then for me, I think... um, (laughs) Quality time. I love spending time with you. Even when we're arguing, I still love spending time with you. Like, we are stupid. Like, we do stupid shit. We're giddy. We laugh for no reason. The other, um, <laughs> what did you say to Madison yesterday? I don't know. It was, a, it was a stupid joke, but I was just laughing. I thought the shit was so funny. Oh, I know. But they're not going to get it if you I say, say it. I'm say like, it's, no, it's going to make me look corny. I know, but that's what I say. <laughs> It was, it was corny, but it was funny corny. What was it? Okay. Can I, should I put Maddie on blast? Uh, sure. Maybe not. What was the joke? I can't no, I'm not going to put Maddie on blast. Maddie's been going to this club slash bar slash whatever named Taco. Don't put, that, don't put that out there. All right, Taco. All right. But you had to put the name of it out there. But the joke doesn't make sense if I don't say the name. If, if right, I don't, right, do you remember right. what the joke was now? No, go ahead. Go ahead. She's going to this place called, she doesn't like it anymore. She's not going to be there anymore. But she was going to this place called Taco. And she was like, yeah, you know, I don't think I'm going to go there anymore. I didn't really have fun at Taco, you know, the other night. And, you know, it was just bad music. I didn't really like the crowd. Like, whatever, whatever. I think that was going to be my last week. I was like, well, maybe next week you should try hamburger. <laughs> now, mind you. Mind you. I had a... I had a I had a little sip of alcohol and I found that funny as shit. I don't know why I found that funny. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I was laying in bed, butt ass naked. What? That's not, you didn't think that was that funny? Me and my wife were under the covers. You think it was that funny? She goes, well, maybe you should go to hamburger. I don't know why I thought that was funny. It was stupid, but Mad- I laughed. Madison and Logan thought it was funny as shit. But I laughed. But, but, but that's the quality time. I didn't think it was funny. Nah, but, but that's the quality time we have with each other. Along with the physical touch. That, that's what I enjoy. So let me ask you, what do you like to give out of these five? Let me see. <sighs> what do I like to give? Right. You just found out what you like to receive. So what do you like to give? Let me see. Okay. What is my favorite to give? Is physical touch. Yes. So the thing that... <laughs> Yes, that is what you like to give the most. That's right. <laughs> so I, I think that um, I'm the type of person, I'm a very reciprocal person. <clears throat> if, if I am attempting something, if I try something, if I give something a go and it's well received, it makes me want to do it more. It makes me want to do it again. It makes me want to do it better. If I do something 
and it's not well received, then it makes me not want to do it anymore. It's like, oh, you didn't like that. So I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to waste my time. So um, it's like, you know, they say that people operate off of rewards and punishments. I operate off of rewards and punishments. So if you show me that what I'm doing pleases you, I'm going to do it more and I'm going to do it better. Mm -hmm. So I know that you enjoy physical touch. So I baby you. And it's my personality Mm -hmm. to baby you because I'm an extremely affectionate person. Right. So I know that you love it. So that's just how I communicate with you. That's how I show you my love the most. Actually, I think that I do most of, I want to say, I think I do all of them. Acts of service, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I do a lot. I really let you know how much I appreciate you and how much I adore you. Um, quality time. Gifts, not so much. You're a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You're the most difficult person <clears throat> to buy a gift for mm-hmm. because you're selective mm-hmm. <clears throat> about the things that you buy or the things that you enjoy. And usually the things that you enjoy are big things. So if you want something nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, if we can afford it, you're going to go out there and buy it yourself. Correct. So you don't really look forward to Christmas like that unless I'm buying you a car or a watch or something like that. But you don't really respond as much to little gifts or even if I give you a little card or something, unless I write something cute or a little joke or something, it's not really going to impress upon you. Right that much am i reading that right yeah absolutely yeah you're not like Mm -hmm. big on receiving gifts you're big on giving gifts but you're not really big on receiving gifts that's not something that i really do but but i always give you gifts at the appropriate times but i know that that doesn't really float your boat so the other four i do but mainly physical touch for myself of course you know it's (laughs) gifts and active service Mm -hmm. um i can eat it all day just joking. Just joking. But you can, though. I can, though. I can, though. But I really Girl, like... Your tongue's going to fall off. I know. <laughs> I really like to give. Like, I enjoy... You're a giver. Yeah. Just in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a giver. Yeah. You're, you give of your time. Mm-hmm. You give of your heart. You give of, like, gifts, uh, acts of service. Like, you just give of yourself. Yeah, for myself, I think... <clears throat> and I guess that's also with being an only child. Like, I didn't have anybody... Like the only gifts that I got were really from my mom and dad. And that's the not, only gifts that not, I give. That's not really a sign of being an, an only child. Really? Typically, only children are selfish. Really? Yeah. I don't, uh, because they're the only one that's receiving from their parents. So it makes them selfish. Usually, if you're an only child, like you tend to be more greedy. Mm-hmm. You don't like to share your food. Like you're not, you're not a sharer. Like you're more, but you know what's funny? I am like that, but I'm not. First of all, I don't like to share my food. He does not like to share. I do not like to share my food. I'm not like, I, it's just going to sound crazy. I push. S dot is sitting there like, yep, I'm not a sharer either. He's shaking it. He's an only child. You gave me one of your egg rolls like an hour ago. (laughs) I'm different. Okay. See, but like even with me, I'm a, I'm I an bring only the child. Generosity out in people. My boss. He's, 
He's an only child. He says she, he's my boss, but he's an only child too. But for me, I don't like to share my food for a couple of reasons. One, I portion out my food for different things. Like if I have five French fries, I'm going to eat one French fry for one bite of chicken. I do the same so thing. So then if Madison, the same thing. and Madison is the motherfucking person that does this, she'll come in and be like, dad, can I get a piece of chicken? No, you're fucking up my French fry account. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. nah, you, I can't do that. Yes. I'm or, the same or, way. Or if I have a piece of bacon, I'm saving that bacon for one last bite of waffle. And then Madison's like, dad, can I have that piece of bacon? And I'm sitting there like, no, motherfucker, go downstairs and cook your own. <laughs> But I feel bad. And then when I give it to her, I'm mad. Or yeah. the other day, we're eating in the bed and it was a sip of, a sip of something in, the, in, the, in my cup. And he was like, babe, let me get a sip. And I wanted to say no so bad. That was yesterday. That was, yeah, it was yesterday. That was yesterday. Last night. Actually. I saw it in your face. <laughs> I saw it in your face. You are so evil. And hold on. You had like 75% of your cup left. No, it wasn't. It was like 50%. And I had, and I knew I, I, I had... Four swallows left for my four pieces you of what I was saying. four swallows left? Stop it. You have four swallows Stop left? Stop it. I have Whole four. swallows or half swallows? You know what? Forget <laughs> it. But when it comes to gifts, you I- You are foul. You really didn't want to give me, it, and it was Coke. And I, I didn't want to say it was Coke. And I've weaned- <laughs> Ben's just looking at me like, oh, y'all no, drinking Coke now, I've huh? weaned off of soda. Like, I don't really drink soda anymore. This is um, Ocean Spray's Sparkling Cranberry that I told y'all about. Y'all need to get on it. So this is what I've been drinking to kind of wean myself off of soda. But he comes in with soda on his tray of food. And I'm like, you know what? I just want to taste. I just want a little swig. I sat there and I could tell that he was like- that swig's too long. That's the equivalent of like two sips. You that's only right. asked for one bitch. I can tell that's what you were thinking. That was yesterday. It was last night. Evil. But anyway. Hold on a minute. I'm a little bit different. Like with the kids. My mom raised me like anything that is mine is yours. Not me. Especially my food. So if my mom was ever eating something and I wanted some, she'd be like, here, take the whole plate. I'll go make myself some. So simply because I was raised that way, I'm like that with the kids. So I love food more than anybody, but it's like I'm programmed. If Logan comes in and let's say he came in from school and I started eating something before he even got home. If he's like, oh mom, can I have a bite? I'll be like, you know what? Take the whole plate. And he'll be like, no, 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 mom. I don't want to take all your food. I'm like, no, it's yours. You want some, you're hungry. Take the whole thing. I'll go, go downstairs and make myself another plate or make another sandwich or whatever. Anytime the kids want any of my food, do I not give them all of it? Correct. If it's a sandwich that I just bought or whatever, my penny vodka with chicken that Logan always comes and tries to eat. Here, take all of it. So I'm more of a sharer with the kids and you're just... No. You're the worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, but when it comes to gifts, I like to give. I like to give my kids That's gifts. That's your... I like to give you gifts. And not only do I like to give gifts, I like to surprise. I like the element of, oh shit, I didn't know this was coming and it's here. I love that. That's the best well, that's feeling the for best me. Gift, mm-hmm. One that you're not expecting at all. You know, not necessarily for a birthday or, a, you know, just something completely impromptu and unexpected. And you're good with that too. And it does make people feel special because it mm-hmm. makes people feel as though you're thinking about them Correct. and you care about them, even when it's not like, mandatory correct even when it's not expected absolutely you know what i mean um but why do you think that you are that way about with gifts i just like to see people smile i like to genuinely see people happy like i like to see people happy no matter what it is like any of those other four things will make someone happy so why is gifts not your love language but let's say the love language that you speak because i can afford it 
<laughs> that's that's pretty much it. Like when I was a but kid. No, no. Because when we were kids and you gave me very inexpensive gifts, it was still your love language. And it could be something that you spent $20 on right. or $100 on. It could be, you know, like you gave me um, one Valentine's Day. Uh, I think what? I was 17. You gave me a gift, but you also gave me a big heart-shaped cookie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you would just do things that were thoughtful. It's not necessarily about affording it. Um, you I would think, always just do things that was within your realm of affordability. I think for myself, I work so hard and I do make money and I like to spend money on my loved ones. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I love for, <laughs> for a special occasion so I can buy you something and buy you something different, whether it was a cookie heart or your favorite cake from Sapienza. In or, Long Island. Yeah. Or, you know, something that I know you love. Like, it's not just about, about buying expensive bags and shoes. Right. I'll do that as that's well. That's my point. But I like to buy you fuzzy pajamas because I know that's what you like. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to buy you. You bought me these. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to buy you y- your facial regimen. Mm-hmm. You know, just not even because it costs a lot of money, but because I'm listening to what you like and what you do. But that's my point. Right. So I, I just enjoy <laughs> to be like. It's your way to show I was that thinking you about listen. you. Correct. And that you listen. That's that's my way of doing that. Okay. So let me see. Mm-hmm. Now, words of affirmation. You said that you were kind of tying between that and quality time, but quality time won. Mm-hmm. How do words of affirmation make you? Feel? I mean, for me, I mean, I like to feel that somebody appreciates me. Well, you can say me. I'm not somebody. Not you, but is you the kids too? I like to feel dad. I love you, dad. Like That's I true. love when Madison calls me every day or when Logan <laughs> hits me the other day. Like the other day, um, I hit Logan. I said, Logan. Do you like your father? I said, Logan, do you love your father? He goes, of course I do, dad. I said, well, go downstairs and go give me something to drink. But like, I love when my kids say, dad, I love you. When they FaceTime me and just say, dad, I was thinking about you. <clears throat> or when London hits me, uh, texts me and says, I love you more than the ocean door. Ocean. Yeah. Ocean I love you door. more what? than the ocean door. Floor. Door. Door. She says door. She says door. It should be floor. I don't know, but whatever. But she says door. But I love it when she <laughs> says it. Or when Brooklyn comes in the room and says, daddy, you're my best friend. Like, I He'll look at me like. See which yeah. I'm her best friend. That's right. That's no, right. But, it's, it's, but I, I like the feeling of being appreciated. I, there's nothing better than that. Like, I like when you say, babe, you know what? You did your thing with this. Uh, you know what? I love you and I appreciate what you've done. Babe, yo, you killed that. Like, I love that. I could be DJ at a party and be like, yo, you did your thing. Like, I love that feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. And nothing else matters at that time. It's just that feeling of feeling good because I work hard and to get recognized for that work, it, it feels better than anything in the world. But you like it to a fault when you try to steal special things that I have with the kids and try to make them your own. And that's where it needs to stop. Oh, 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 you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. You just mad because. I, I'm just mad because what? Nothing good. So let me tell you. Brooklyn is three years old. And I've always been paranoid with all of the kids when they started going up and down the stairs. So with Brooklyn, just like with London, just like with Jackson, I've taught her that when she goes up the stairs, she has to hold on to the railing. And that when she comes downstairs, even now at three and a half, I want her to sit on each step and lower herself step by step while she holds the railing. So every single time since she was allowed to go up and down the stairs, maybe two years old for about a year and a half, every single time that she goes up and down the stairs 
well, down the stairs. She goes like this. And my bedroom is right next to the main staircase in the house. She'll say, like this, mommy? And I say, yes, just like that, choo-choo. Or yes, just like that, gorgie. Or yes, just like that, sweetie pie. So Rashawn would be like, well, what's this nonsense you have going on with Brooklyn? And I explained to him what it was. He let it rock for like six months. And then I guess about six months and one day, it started upsetting him. So now when she says, like this, mommy, he'd be like, like that, gorgie. Just like that, gorgie. I'd be like, stop stealing my stuff. Like you have your own personal stuff with the kids. Leave me and my personal stuff with the kids by myself. Like I cultivated that. I created that little special thing with her and you just want in on it so bad. It's gotten to a point where we have literally like, and wrestled around in the bed because he'll be like, like that, gorgie, or like that, sweetie, just like that, choo-choo. Or he'll run out to the banister and look over, just like that, choo-choo. And I'm like, you know what? You have such a jealous heart. I do. You have such a jealous heart. You Go chase, get your own stuff. You chased me today in the bathroom when I was when I, when I was going to the bathroom. You chased me. What are you talking about? I said it and I went in the bathroom to go <laughs> and you chased me in the bathroom. Today. I'm just gonna tell you this. I threw him up against the wall and I put my forearm under his chin, like, yo, don't do that shit no more. Don't do that shit no more. Like, you have a very strange relationship for the people out there. <laughs> Next time you chase me in the bathroom, I got something for you. Nah, I was too quick. There's nothing you could do. I was too, right. I was like a ninja. You remember what I used to do in the bathroom? I was you used to a ninja. me when I was in the bathroom? You don't want to tell them about it. That is so dis- You are such a nasty human being and we're too close. We're too close. So Gia would bother me while no, I'm in the no, bathroom. No, 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 stop it. Stop. That's too much. That's too much. Everything isn't for everybody, Rashawn. Gia would... You have to keep some things personal. Gia would bother Man, me. Hold on. Y'all don't want to hear this. Turn off the podcast for about 10 seconds. Let it run. Mute it. And then come back. Gia would bother yes. me while I was in the bathroom, right? So what I used to do when I'm in the bathroom, I'm trying to handle my man business. Just my man business, right? So I would wipe my butt. And as I would wipe my butt, she would be there and I would get up off the toilet and chase her with the shitty toilet paper all through the house. She would be running and shit would be in my ass and I would hold that shitty toilet paper and I would go and I would chase her through the whole house with the shitty toilet paper. I only had to do it like three, four times and then she'd never bother me again in the toilet, in the bathroom. But Milan, You are so nasty. You are so nasty. Nope. You know what? You don't have to worry about anybody DMing you anymore. Nobody's going to watch you. All you guys sending your nudes, all you trifling females, you don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it anymore. Oh, I see y'all. I see, I'm all in his DMs like this. Y'all. <laughs> that, that's not going to be a problem for you anymore. No more nudes are coming your way. <laughs> you ready to go to the email of the week? Yes. <laughs> all right, let's get to the email of the week. And that, that is a true story. I actually did chase her around with shitty toilet paper. Anyway. Hey, Gia. Hey, I'm Giselle B. from Gary, Indiana. My husband and I have been married since August, and we were in the process of buying our first home, but we didn't get approved due to his credit score. You should have been on the last uh, podcast. He's in the military, so we're using the VA loan. Through this process, I'm starting to realize that maybe we're not financially compatible. Look at this. For example. I hope you guys listened to the last podcast. I hope you guys listened to the last podcast. For example, I've always been really big on saving and maintaining good credit, but I don't always feel like that's a priority to him. Look at that. I've caught him in a few lies regarding his savings and credit score, which is causing me not to trust him with his finances. Look at this. This email came one week too late. 
One big issue that we have is that he has been helping his aunt who fell on hard times in 2015 and he's not open to putting limitations on that financial help even if it puts him in debt. Oh, his poor auntie Pooh is, needs help and he's helping. I feel as though he is handicapping her more than helping at this point. See, she's a hater. He's just trying to help his family members. He still pays the car note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> car insurance. Oh. And the cell phone bill. Which pisses me off because every time I see her, she has new shoes, bags, hair done, nails done, clothes, etc. She sounds like a hater to me. I knew about this before we got married. And in premarital counseling, we discussed putting a limit to the help so that we can build something for ourselves as a young couple. But I haven't seen any changes yet. Every time I confront him about it, it always results in a huge blow up and nothing ever gets resolved. I honestly don't think it would be. Oh, it would be it would bother me as much if he could actually afford to give the help. But right now he can't. I don't want to be the woman that takes over the finances completely because one, I don't think he would let me. And two, I don't think I would respect him as a man. Wow. I also we gonna talk about that. I also don't have to put everything in my name since I have better credit because I feel like I'd only be handicapping him and he would never learn the importance of setting himself up for success. (laughs) See? Hold on, I got one more line. She has to teach him. See? There's nothing wrong with that. I feel guilty for saying this, but I feel like my partner is holding me back at this point. I'm in desperate need of advice and would love to get your perspective on this, even if this, if, if it's, uh, I'm in desperate need of advice. And would love to get your perspective on this, even if this isn't used on the podcast. You already know how I feel because we talked about it on the last podcast. So how do you feel? Well, first of all, I didn't first like, of all, last. How's she gonna say how do you feel and then just start talking? <laughs> I'm just saying, last podcast, you would not give me my kudos and say that I was right. So I'd like you to explain your position and then say that I was right. First of all, I don't I don't like the fact that you say if you handle the bills, you're not going to respect him as a man. I think she put it more like if I take the lead on the finances. I think she kind of put it that way. OK, right? well, my assistant handles my bills and she is a woman. Do you how do she, you well, that's me? not what she means? She doesn't mean writing the check and putting it in the mail or, you know, arranging the direct deposit. She means going out there and making the bread, not just coming home baking it. My man, if I handle the finances, I won't look at you as a man. That's your problem. So you're about to be single forever. <laughs> oh, what's the question? Oh, yeah. He's helping his aunt out. His aunt is, is fucked up and she, his aunt needs some help. Like maybe his you're aunt, wildin'. maybe his aunt raised him. You don't feel this way. I do. You don't. I do. You don't. If if I was in a situation where I had a family member that raised me, that held so me down, so now all of a sudden she raised him. Now all of a sudden, <laughs> you just inserted a whole new piece of information. You don't that know the aunt raised him. You don't know she would have said that nah. if the aunt raised him. Do believe she would have included don't that information. Don't you do believe because we don't know <laughs> what do happened. Know. <laughs> the we aunt do know. raised him. Okay, the aunt I read the emails. The <laughs> aunt, aunt raised him. The aunt, <laughs> the aunt didn't raise him. I just believe that he loves her limitlessly. And he's taking care of his aunt. His aunt raised him out the mud. His mom and his dad wasn't there. His aunt picked no, him up off the street and Stop raised it. him. No, no, and no. now the no. aunt needs it. She didn't add that in. I don't believe that. Oh, that's you know the what case. I want to talk about next next podcast? This is what I'm sorry to cut you off. Write this down, Benz. We're gonna talk about kids and when kids get get money, are they supposed to help their their parents out? Okay. All right. I know where that's coming from. All okay, right. cool. 
So anyway. Anyway, write that down, Biz. Forget. She said that every time she sees the aunt, the aunt has her hair, her hair done, nails done, new bag, new shoes, new clothes, whatever. So why is her husband supporting another female aunt or not? Listen, this woman fell on hard times in 2015. Here we are five years later. In five years, this woman hasn't learned how to, how to support herself. She needs a little help. And how, five years later? And, how, and why are you all in auntie stuff? Why are you in auntie shoes because and auntie bags? Because auntie bed? is taking food out of my mouth. Well, let me, let me, and out of my household's mouth. And out of my future's mouth. We, know, we are married. We have our own financial goals. You know, Your aunt is not see. our child. Okay. I'm, no, this, this is auntie right here. Auntie said that stuff came off of Canal Street and it's all fake. It's not even real. <laughs> you all in my stuff and my stuff ain't even real. No. We are a young married couple. Correct. We have financial goals. There are things that we are going to need to save for. I don't know if they own a home together yet. I don't know. Well, clearly his credit isn't good. Mm -hmm. So he helped her in 2015. So he needs to focus on getting his credit straight. So are you going to leave it on the corner? Marriage. No, but there has, there has to be limits. I'm all for helping family. Hell, I'm for helping strangers. Like, we're a very philanthropic family. I believe in charity. I believe in giving back. I believe in helping people that are down in their luck always. But there has to be a limit. Because at the end of the day, your family comes first. Your future comes first. Your children comes first. So really, auntie, you fell on hard times. You need... Some money to get yourself up out of that pit. Okay. Maybe you've climbed a little bit. Oh, you need a little bit more. Okay. This happened. You need a little bit more. Okay. I got you. I'm here to support you. I'm happy to support you. Five years later, you should have figured that stuff out. You should have figured that stuff out. And if you haven't, you need to go lean on somebody else. You can't lean on your nephew, someone that you're old, you're a senior too, who has a wife and whose credit has gotten messed up behind helping you, wouldn't any normal person be like, wow, he helped me and now he's in a rut. Now he has bad credit. Now he can't go out and get a car. Now he can't get approved for a loan. Now he can't get a mortgage. What did she say that they got turned down for a home, right? A home. That's not okay. Now, if I'm your wife, I'm expecting you to be the man of our household and handle your business. Know when it's time to draw lines and to set barriers. So what is happening to draw the line? If auntie raised me and she's when fucked up now. When auntie's taking advantage. Because if you're asking How for handouts. How we know auntie's taking advantage? When you're act asking for handouts five years later. Auntie can't get her hair done now? No, you can't. You need to wear your hair natural if you're bar borrowing money from me. You can't go and spend $100 at the salon if I have bad credit behind helping you. No, you can't. You can't get your hair done. Can't get your nails done. Can't buy new shoes, new bag. You can't go to the movies. Better get a fire stick, something. You got to figure that out. Because if I have bad credit behind helping you get on your feet and you're taking the money I'm giving you and you're buying new stuff for yourself and you're living the life of Riley, whoever Riley was, I don't know, but apparently he had a really good life. There's a problem. And as your wife, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be offended. Because now your efforts are misguided. You need to guide that back to this household. Well, you need to be a man and tell auntie that the well has run dry in a nice way, of course, in a caring and loving way. That just sounded all mean to me. In a care. I'm telling you how I'm sure how she feels. And you know what's going to happen? 
Gis- I mean, I listen. Giselle, I your, that your she man is going to sne- has- sneak money to your aunt now on the side. That's well, if he does that now, we got a whole new problem. And I don't think he can because apparently she's the breadwinner or she's earning the majority so, of the money. She said that she has to take the financial lead in the family, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But not because you're helping somebody that should have gotten themselves to a point where they're able to help themselves. So what do you think she should do? What What, what is your suggestion? Now, listen, I'm just going to say if auntie is disabled or, you know, there are extreme situations Correct. that may override my opinion. But she didn't include that in the email. And she said that auntie's busting out with new stuff every time she sees her. So that's where, like, the fire, in my opinion, comes from. You know, like, how many times have you ever lent somebody something and you don't hear from them? You don't hear them say anything about paying you back or they make no mention of the loan or that you help them out. But when you see them, they're driving a new car. I mean, that happened to me when I was in college. Mm -hmm. I had a girlfriend who was down on her luck and without being or giving too much information, I helped her a lot. One day I look up, she has a new car. Never spoke of paying me back any of the money that I lent her. Sometimes I gave her money. Other times I lent her money. It was never spoken of. And I definitely felt some type of way to a point where I'm like, so this gravy train has stopped. You cannot ask me for any more money or any more assistance because clearly you're good. You just, you had money to put down on a new car, you know? And I think that happens all the time. You see somebody wearing new, new stuff. Meanwhile, they owe you money. No, 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 no. So what's your suggestion? Um, Poor auntie. She said that every time that she talks to him about it, it turns into like a knockdown drag out. I remember how she put it exactly, but mm-hmm. that's the impression I got, right? I mean, she tried to talk to him about it. (laughs) You know, it really, it depends on, I'll say this. If she spoke to him about it, she spoke to him in the right way. I wouldn't speak to him about it the way that I just spoke about it. That's how I feel, feel. Because I'd be like, fuck you. You don't give a fuck about my family. Right. That's how I feel, feel. But that's not what my delivery would be. So what would it be? I temper my delivery when it comes to different things. But I would tell him that we need to save towards our future. Our family and whatever we're trying to create needs to be the goal. You have helped her and that help has to come to an end. Maybe someone else in your family can help. And if nobody else can help, then she needs to figure out a way to get on her own two feet because Everything that we have is ours. So what about if we I just move things... auntie in our house? Okay, now you're going too far. So that's not going to happen. So don't even, that's, that's not part of this conversation. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> like I would <clears throat> emphatically let him know that it has to come to an end. And if it doesn't, then he's not going to have my compliance. Then I would tell him, if you choose not to do what I'm asking you to do as your wife, as a person that comes number one in your life, well, number two behind God, if you're putting your aunt above me and our marriage and what's best for our marriage, meanwhile, she's a whole person that can Mm -hmm. take care of herself. Now we have a problem and I'm going to have to draw a line between us because obviously I'm not number two for you. See, I'm I'm a little So yeah, so maybe it would boil down to an ultimatum. Like, unless auntie is disabled or there's some overwhelming circumstance that justifies what he's doing. And listen, there may be, 
And I'm not saying I'm not able to understand that, but that would be the only way. If auntie's okay and he he's just helping auntie out because he loves auntie and she used to let him come to her apartment and play when he was a kid, that's not that's not enough. See, I, I would I would say first find out what's going on with auntie. Like, she knows whatever let's, it is. Let's find out what's not going on with auntie. Is auntie email. really fucked up? Is auntie really handicapped? Does auntie really need help? Is auntie really buying bags and shoes or did auntie go in the basement and put a toothbrush to him and clean him and you just hating? Find out what's really going on with auntie first and then from there make a decision and have that conversation because auntie might be really fucked up. And if she's really fucked up, she might need to help. And there might not be anybody else in the life to help auntie. Clearly, she thinks auntie's I. So if auntie's I and he's helping and he's like, no, that's my family. You don't understand. But they're married. This isn't boyfriend and girlfriend. What do you think that she should do? I mean, yeah, they can have it. She can have an ultimatum if auntie is really fine and he's just going over and bar, over and beyond and is affecting their relationship and affecting their household. Then, yeah, then they, she needs to have an ultimatum and says this needs to stop or else. Or else what? Because my or else, my first plan of attack with my or else is, OK, so now everything is separate. Correct. My money is my money. Your money is your money. My credit is my credit. Your credit is your credit. And I would draw that line in the sand and I wouldn't spend a dime well, on him that's or I was help talking. him at all. Because my money that I work for isn't going towards auntie whom I don't support the decision of supporting. I mean, I, that's what that's where I would go to, too, if that was the situation. And that's a auntie, horrible way to be in a relationship. If, if auntie was bullshit and that's what I would do. A lot of people in uh, that way in a relationship, but that's but, the way I would but go. But that's a hard, to, in my opinion, that's a horrible way to be in a relationship. I would never want to be in a relationship where mine is mine and yours is yours. And that's why I'm saying and ultimating, I don't think that this is a relationship breaking thing. So that's why I'm saying. Like my first plan of attack would be like, all right, that's what you want to do. You're going to do that with your credit. And with your money, but it's not going to affect me. And I'm just going to keep financially to myself until you decide to make better decisions. And then on top of it, I wouldn't be very nice. I, and like I, and he I, would have, there would have to be some type of consequence. Like th- I'm not going to be very nice. I to think you. the same thing. I, I, I think that that should work. And I, I think I would go down that same route. Mm-hmm. I think I would go down that same route. Well, that was the email of the week. You can email us thecaseycrew.gmail.com. No, we have to go boo-boo. But I he would, just wants to leave because we have massages scheduled. That's right. And I'm not missing one stroke of my massage. Um, <laughs> but what I would want you to do, uh, what we want to talk- Wait, hold on a minute. How, how many minutes has this podcast been? No, no. No, no, no. I, no, you, you stop. Yeah, we go. 47 minutes? We have to go because- We can do one really quick. No, we quick. don't. We cannot. We cannot. Then uh, email us thecaseycrew.gmail.com. <laughs> also, I want to say for the next podcast- you Yes. I want to say for the next podcast. I'm for y'all. I know what, what I want, sometimes we get comments like, you can do another email. Come on, y'all. What I want to do for the next email is what I want to talk about. is the this next email, next well, the next podcast. Gia and I talk about this a lot. We argue about this a lot. So if you have a child and your child does exceptionally well, maybe they're a doctor, an entrepreneur, an athlete, uh, whatever it may be, and they make millions of dollars. Do you think that your child should give you money back? Should give you some money. Should take care of you. Don't say nothing. I want your your comments, your emails about it. Let's talk about it. We're going to talk about this together. All right. They're saying that we're going to set up the call in where we can talk about it, but we'll see. But I want your emails just in case. What do you think about it? Your child, you raised him. You took him to practice. Uh, you fed the young man or, or young lady. And now they're popping and they make $40 million a year or $10 million a year. Do you think they should just make their $10 million a year and ride off into the... Can we be a little bit more realistic? 
I mean, it could be a basketball player. It could be make a couple million dollars a year. It could be an entrepreneur. I'm just asking. Let's it, say like a million dollars a year. That's say make a million dollars like a year. Like an extremely successful person, like an entrepreneur or maybe a doctor or an attorney. Like if they're extremely successful, might make it up to a million dollars a year. So if we're talking about something extreme, let's use that. Let's not talk about if he's a football player. Doesn't matter, or but a, ex- ex- successful. Or an entertainer who makes exorbitant amount of money. Do they owe you anything? We'll talk about it, right? Should they give you something? Let's talk about that, all right? And also, again, shout to Marcy at Custom Candle Co. The candles are amazing. The room smells good. Thank you so much for sponsoring. If and you want to pick like one up, her. I just like her. Yeah, she's, she's, she's a real <laughs> good person. Like if, if you want to pick so one up, I like up, to support people that that I like. If you want to pick one up, you can hit up her Instagram again. It's Custom Candle Co. And we're gonna give somebody a candle this week. Just follow the Casey Crew podcast. Leave a comment, and uh, we're gonna be hooking up somebody with last up. week. No, the week before, Rashawn tried to give away some of my candles that she sent me. So she heard that podcast and she sent us more candles. So now we have plenty of candles to give away. That's right. It's time to get up out of here. Guys, we'll see you next week. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Doodles.